ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life. I'm so glad you're here today. And I'm excited to share with you some uh, what I would call prophetic secrets with you. And, uh, you know, Jesus is Lord, and that's something we need to keep in mind. God is not taken by surprise uh, by anything that's happening in our world today. Uh, but listen, God is moving behind the scenes, and great things are happening for the people of God right now. Amen? Uh, I've been, it's been one of those weeks. I've been awake most of the night uh, throughout the week, just praying and praying over our nation and really praying over the nations of the earth. You know, I heard God say very clear to me uh, this week, no matter what things may look like, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. And, uh, you know, I believe we are about to see some challenging things, even more challenging than what we have been seeing. Even some of the elect, uh, I believe, will be caught up in misunderstanding uh, what is going on and what God is doing. And, uh, you know, some people will not discern properly the will of God in the midst of challenges that we face. But that doesn't mean that everybody uh, will walk in that level. I believe God's got more people uh, that will discern what's happening and uh, discern the will of God in the earth today. God reminded me that we will, without fail, recover all in 2022. Let me say that very clear. Uh, we will recover all, without fail, recover all in 2022. You know, I've been listening uh, to the Lord, praying intensely this week, and and throughout the day, you know, just listening to what God is saying. And God has a great plan in motion right now. And don't be uh, don't be in in fear on any level. The Spirit of God uh, is moving. Things are happening. Uh, scripture says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's His Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit of power. It's the Spirit of His great love. And uh, the Spirit of God gives you sound mind. And so you're not crazy for looking at things, uh, looking like they're coming apart at the seams and saying, you know, I believe God's in control. Everything's going to be everything's going to be all right. God has a great plan in motion right now, and things are happening according to the plan of God, not to the plans of the enemy. You know, uh, I'm reminded of that scripture that says, "If the devil only knew uh, what was about to happen, he would not have crucified the King of Glory." But because uh, of his ignorance and God's incredible. Uh, uh, wisdom and, and intelligence uh, so far above any enemy. Uh, he tricks the enemy into doing so many things that it's just, it looks like a setback. I'm going to say it again. It looks like a setback, but it is not a setback. It is a setup for God's great comeback for the people of God. And so God's great plan is in motion right now. You know, I heard the Lord this week remind me again, prepare for reversals and suddenlies, sudden reversals and sudden changes, sudden reversals and sudden changes. What the enemy has planned uh, and is using the false prophets in the news media to predict and foretell and prognosticate, uh, it's just the enemy's wishful thinking and their wishful thinking, and they present it as fact. 
Uh, but these plans of the enemy will be shut down rapidly. Get ready for sudden reversals and sudden turnarounds. And I'm going to remind you the word of the Lord that God gave us uh, in December, uh, that April would be a key month. April will be a key month. April going into May. And uh, that's what the Lord prophesied in, in December. Uh, and so I believe that. God actually spoke that to me in uh, September, uh, August, September. I wrote that down as the Lord was saying that to me, that April and then it, and May would be key, but April specifically. And uh, like Esther, having to deal with the curses that Haman had instituted, uh, we will face some challenging things. Uh, but God spoke to me that in April, God is pulling down uh, the strongholds and pulling their power plug. And uh, that's what Esther had to do. She had to get the mind of the Lord and then follow through on that strategy all the way. And what happened was it defeated the enemy and Haman was actually hung on the gallows that he built uh, for Mordecai. He built gallows to hang Mordecai and his entire family. And uh, uh, Mordecai was God's man. And uh, God has people that are in, in position right now uh, that are making a difference, that God is turning things around in the nations of the earth, in America the beautiful and in the nations of the earth. And so listen, don't be uh, fooled by what, what the media is putting out. They are false prophets. They're prophesying uh, their truths as fact uh, but their truths are about to be become very powerless and be pulled down as the Spirit of God moves throughout the earth. Amen. God spoke to me that not only is he pulling their power plug, uh, but by their arrogance they will be uncovered and defeated. God said, remember 2022 is the year of the double portion. And so I, I pray that in this broadcast, that you receive hope tonight, uh, or today, whenever you're listening to this, uh, that you would receive hope uh, that the enemy is not all-powerful. He is a liar, and he is powerless. And uh, Jesus said, all power in heaven and earth is given to me in heaven and in earth. And so he's delegated the authority to use that power, uh, carte blanche, to the church. And so God said, remember, 2022 is the year of the double portion. And I just challenge you to say, I want my double portion now in Jesus' name. You know, I believe God is, is ready to give you your inheritance and release a double portion to this generation. And I will speak more about this tonight as, uh, as we proceed. I say tonight. I, keep, I need to remember that some people listen to this at all, t all, all different hours. But uh, we're recording this on Friday evening. You know, we're live Friday evenings at 7 p.m. Central Time. And so uh, you can always tune in live or you can pick it up in the podcast or in the uh, replay on all different social media platforms. And so uh, I encourage you to do that. Uh, but uh, God's, God reminded me that April and May will be a time of divine turnaround, divine turnaround. And so what, uh, what looks like it is going one way uh, is suddenly going to change course and go another direction. That's what a divine turnaround is. It's a supernatural intervention by the hand of God. God intervenes 
And, uh, you know, I've shared this with you before. One of the most used statements, one of the most uh, declared statements uh, in the Bible is, and suddenly God intervened. And suddenly God intervened. You you remember Daniel in the lion's den and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, in the fiery furnace. Suddenly God intervenes in what looks like his complete destruction. Suddenly God intervenes and turns it all around and a great revival begins to break out. Listen, God's agenda is a great awakening, a great reformation. I believe it's the third and final apostolic reformation. The, this is the reformation that brings back King Jesus. And so uh, are we in the last days? Yes, we've been in the last days since Apostle uh, Peter stood up and said, this is that, in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And so that's when the last days began, 2,000 years ago. And so we are in the last of the last days. Uh, but I believe we still have many years in front of us uh, to accomplish the will of God and to bring to pass all that needs to happen before Jesus can return. And uh, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, just like the grave could not hold Jesus, once every prophecy was fulfilled, uh, on the third day he rose again, and the grave could not hold him. And just like the grave could not hold him, there's coming a time very soon uh, when heaven will not be able to hold back Jesus. Uh, the Bible says he is held or retained in the heavens until the fulfillment of all things prophesied by the mouths of his holy prophets. That's Acts uh, 3.21. And so I encourage you uh, to hasten the coming of the day of the Lord by fulfilling prophecy, being obedient to God, praying things through, and becoming that mighty army of the Lord uh, that God has prophesied about in the end times. Amen. And so I want to... I want to uh, encourage you again what suddenly looks like what looks like is going one way will suddenly change course and a divine turnaround by the hand of God will begin to change everything and turn everything another direction uh, by God's will and I want to declare this clearly America the beautiful will not be destroyed or defeated by the the evil schemes of the enemy what looks like a setback is really God's setup for a divine comeback. He's going to crush his enemies uh, and begin to release the power of God throughout the nation and the nations of the earth. Nothing is over until God sets, says it's over. And let me tell you, it is not over. It is not over. Watch the hand of the Lord. The hand of the Lord turn the enemy back upon himself and become a self-defeated enemy. You remember in Second uh, Chronicles 20, where there were several armies coming against Judah. Uh, uh, the king of Judah was Jehoshaphat, and all the, uh, the children of Israel were, the true believers were connected with Judah uh, at that point because Jerusalem was in such a big split, much like today. Uh, much like many nations today, there's people on one side of the aisle and people on the other side of the aisle. Very polarizing atmosphere. Uh, but the true believers were with Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was a great warrior. He's a great worshiper. He was the king of the, of the tribe of praise. And so the nation of Judah and most of Jerusalem was with him. And suddenly they were surrounded in Second Chronicles 20. And it looked like there was no uh, there was no option for them but to surrender, uh, but they didn't surrender. God gave them a prophecy, uh, 
uh, and said, listen, stand and see the salvation of God. Put the praisers out in front. Begin to use what God's given you, uh, the gift of praise. And they begin to worship God and praise him for his mercy that endures forever. And suddenly the heavens opened. Angel armies swooped in. They, they were assigned to that battle. They swooped in and they began to cause the enemy to turn upon themselves until they were utterly defeated. This is a picture of what is about to happen uh, to what has been labeled the deep state or uh, 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 shadow governments. Uh, God is about to turn these things around and cause them to turn upon themselves. Watch and see the hand of the Lord as many begin to step up. And uh, last last week I began to speak about how Jezebel was overthrown by eunuchs who were in her own court. They stood on the side of the Lord, turned on Jezebel, and threw her over. In a swift moment of divine reversal, what has been achieved illegitimately will be undone. And a great reversal, something that has, has never been seen before, uh, will occur. And America the beautiful will again see the great outpouring of God's amazing grace on our nation. And the double portion blessing of God will begin to spring forth in our nation like we've never seen before. God wants you to have a vision of what he's about to do. Stop listening to false prophets and what what the enemy is about to do. And start listening to God's true prophets. Second uh, Chronicles 20.20 20 says, Believe God and be established. Believe his prophets and so shall you prosper. They had a great choice. Either lose everything by listening to the voice of the enemy and the false prophets that were there on that battlefield telling them to give up, to surrender, uh, that they were going to be wiped out if they didn't, or believe God and be established and believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. Well, obviously, the end of that story is easy to is easy to read through in just a few minutes. They they wiped each other out until the, all the enemies of God were defeated, and they did nothing but gather spoils of war for three days. Listen, there hasn't been a moment this week where God hasn't continually reminded me, America the beautiful is my special nation. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And God said, we will again be one nation under God. Listen to that, under God. That means under his dominion, under his authority. These false gods will be overthrown and cast out. These enemies of God that are rising up and trying to promote themselves as, as higher than the most high. Listen, prophet Isaiah in, in chapter 5 prophesied, woe to you. Woe to you, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that cause that call bitter sweet and sweet bitter. Woe to you. That means the judgment of God is coming to them. Woe to you. That's what Isaiah prophesied, and that's what this prophet is prophesying right now. Do you hear the word of the Lord? Woe to you, Congress. Woe to you, Congress of the United States of America. Woe to you, governments that are calling good evil and evil good. Woe to you, uh, corporations, Disney, uh, unrighteous judges. Woe to you that are calling evil good and good evil, saying darkness is light and light is darkness. Woe to you who are saying bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. 
Woe to you. Woe is God declaring his judgment upon those who call good evil and evil good, calling darkness light and light darkness. Woe to you. Jesus said in Matthew 18, Woe to those who would bring harm to the little children. Woe to you. God's judgment is coming against you. It would be better for them that a millstone, Jesus said, would be hung around their neck and they would be drowned in the middle of the ocean than face the judgment of God for harming little children. Listen to me. God is not taking any of this lightly. Woe to those who curse God and say there is no God. We will call what is evil good. Listen, you are about to see some powerful displays of God's great judgment poured out upon those who hate God's people. Those who think that they are going to, by sleight of hand, uh, install rulers and and judges uh, that would call evil good and good evil and deceive people by the trappings and the packagings and and, and using uh, cultural pressure uh, to accomplish evil deeds. Listen, Christians need to wake up and realize that those who are marginalizing you by the agenda of hell, they want to do to you what was done to the Jewish people in the 40s. This is the time uh, when both uh, uh, Abraham's seed and uh, the Jewish people and the Christians, they want to do the same thing to you and I today. Uh, Abraham, God said, the sand of the seashore and the stars of the sky, both of those are going to be your seed. Uh, And that speaks of a natural seed, the sand of the seashore, and a spiritual seed, the stars of the sky, a heavenly seed. And uh, Galatians says, if you are Abraham's seed, then then if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. Listen, this has always been a battle of evil, uh, uh, the devil versus God. But God is not an archangel. God is, a, God, is God. There's no comparison. Uh, the devil was kicked out of heaven. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning when God flicked him out of heaven with, his, with a flick of his finger. He fell like a lightning bolt from heaven to earth. Listen, God is fighting this fight, and he's destroying these Pharaoh puppeteers. Uh, that are behind the scenes pulling strings, thinking that God cannot stop them. It may look for a moment like they are winning, but fear not, God is turning everything around now. And by his divine supernatural intervention, reversals and sudden reversals are, are occurring now. And many will cry out for mercy And so I declare to you tonight what God's been telling me all week. Let not your heart be troubled. Jesus is overturning the tables on his enemies once again. Amen. Listen, don't listen to bad news prophets. Listen to the good news prophets. Listen to God's prophets. I've got good news for you today. The church is waking up. Uh, Amos chapter 9 says, wake up the mighty. Come on, church, you got to wake up. <coughs> God is behind the shaking uh, so that he can bring a great awakening. The sleeping giant, the church, is waking up, and God is shaking you to wake you. And all these things are shaking the church to wake up the church. 
I think it was uh, uh, a, a great preacher. I, I can't, his name escapes me. He said, uh, God releases uh, awakening to wake up the church so that the church can wake the nations. Listen, many prophecies are coming to fulfillment now that have been prophesied over the last two and three years. <clears throat> Some prophecy needs seasoning. You know, prophetic words are seasoned. They, they are prophesied. And 99.9% of them, you have no idea how they're going to come to pass. It looks impossible or it looks like something that you can figure out coming to pass a certain way. And then all of that fades away. And then God brings it to pass in a way that brings him glory and causes people to say, only God could do this. I'm telling you many prophecies that have been released over the last two and three years, their time has come and God is about to do something that is going to astound the nations and leave them uh, stunned saying only God could do this. Amen. When God does something, no man gets the glory. God gets all the glory, and that's what he's going to do. He's going to show his glory and his power in this hour. And so God is doing what he said he would do. He's waking up the mighty. He's waking up the mighty church. Remember Jesus said, I will build my church, my ecclesia. The ecclesia uh, was a term used by Caesar, uh, speaking of those that he would uh, those great champion warrior generals uh, in the Roman army that would rise through the ranks because they were so amazing as warriors that they could be trusted to go to the ends of the earth uh, as ambassadors of Rome and make wherever they would uh, establish that uh, uh, that take over those cities, and they would establish Rome, make it look just like Rome. That was the the job of the ecclesia. Jesus said, "I will build my ecclesia, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it." It was when Peter said, "You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God," and he said, "Flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you." So he's what he was saying is, upon this rock, not Peter, but upon this rock of that prophetic connection with God, hearing the revelation of God, hearing his will as he speaks to you and, be, and being able to release that and decree that. That's what happened. Peter decreed a thing. Job twenty two twenty eight says, decree a thing and it will be established to you and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Amen. So God is doing what he said he would do. He's waking up the ecclesia, waking up the mighty. And, you know, that same passage goes on to say, and now let the weak say, I am strong. I am a warrior. Listen, it doesn't matter who you are. You're a soldier in the army of the Lord, and you're not weak. You are mighty through God. You are strong. You are a warrior. You're not a warrior. Don't, don't listen to the voice of the false prophets. You are not a warrior. Have you ever noticed uh, that these false prophets, they get all on the same page and they have the exact same mantra. They have the exact same verbiage, the exact same words. Uh, they've made uh, tapes showing uh, uh, all these different uh, reporters 
saying the exact same phrases as if they were one voice. Listen, uh, there was a time in Scripture uh, where where the, the people became one voice, and they decided they were going to build a tower to heaven, and God visited them, and it wasn't a holy visitation. It was a, a visitation of God that that confounded them and broke their uh, their evil unity, their evil alliance, and he confused their language. I'm telling you, God is about to visit those that are standing together as false prophets in the news media, and God's about to visit them and destroy their evil alliances, their their evil unity. And so I want to encourage you, you are not weak, you are strong, you are a warrior, and you're not a warrior. You're a great warrior of God, and God calls this year a double portion year. And so I believe you're going to see the double portion of God's blessing upon God's warriors, those who will run to the front line and begin to pray and to begin to say what God wants you to say. Let's, let's uh, you know, it says uh, that when God struck down the Tower of Babel and confused the language, it says 3,000 men died that day. You see the exact reversal of that in Acts chapter 2. When the Spirit of God was poured out, he came as a a mighty rushing wind, and the fire of God began to consume uh, the church, which was a very small remnant at that time. And and the 120 that were in the upper room were consumed in fire. They they each looked like a, a, a flame of fire or a tongue of fire. And, uh, and they begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. And it says the exact reversal of what happened uh, at the Tower of Babel. 3,000 men and women were added to the church that day. Where in the Tower of Babel, 3,000 died uh, at, the, at the destruction of that evil unity. And that uh, their language was confounded on the day of Pentecost. There, there was 3,000 added to the church. They became one. In, in, they were one in the spirit. They were in unity. They were of one accord and in one mind and in one heart. And God gave them one language, the, the praying in the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak in tongues. They began to speak. And then suddenly outside the, the walls of that upper room, people heard them in their own language. God caused another miracle to occur. People from all over the world were there. And they began to hear uh, those people in the upper room, the remnant, uh, worshiping and praising God in their own language. Now, somebody f- from Egypt was hearing it in Egyptian. Somebody from India was hearing hearing it in Indian. Some somebody from China was hearing it in Chinese. It could have been the same person, but they were all hearing different languages. A miracle was happening. God was unifying His people and bringing people together. I'm telling you. There is a great visitation coming now, and God is destroying evil alliances and evil uh, uh, communication, and now he's raising up the church, the mighty warriors of God, to walk in a double portion
a, a double portion of unity and one accord so that he can pour out a great awakening upon the earth. You know, when I talk about double portion, where does that term come from? Well, you can read in 2 Kings about a prophet named Elisha. Elisha is known as the double portion prophet. Uh, he served Elijah. He carried his coat. He he took care of him. He ministered to Elijah. He was Elijah's uh, uh, prodigy. He was Elijah's uh, uh, right hand man. He he was Elijah's staff, and and uh, he served Elijah uh, until Elijah was about to be promoted and to go home with the Lord and. And uh, we talked a little bit about that last week, but he served Elijah, and when Elijah's time of promotion had come, he asks Elisha, what does he want? What do you want, Elisha? And Elisha says to Elijah, uh, I want a double portion of the spirit that's on you. And I want you to notice something in scripture. It says, Elijah didn't say, no, you can't have that. You're asking for something that's impossible. No, Elijah didn't say no. He simply said, you've asked for a hard thing. I believe we are to start asking for some hard things. Listen, there are Elijahs that are going to go home to the Lord. And I, I shared that last week. I believe God showed me that there are many who are going home to the Lord now. Uh, uh, some may have already gone home to the Lord Uh, But it's time to start asking God for hard things. Elijah said, here's the deal, Elisha. You have to stick with me all the way. You've got to stay faithful to the very end. And and then you've got to catch the mantle when I throw it to you. I'm going to take my mantle off, and I'm going to throw it to you. But you've got to catch it. And, and, And what happened immediately after he made that sentence uh, Elisha has the challenge. If you want the double portion, you've got to go all the way. And then suddenly all the prophets in the land uh, that were being trained up and raised up to, uh, to, to uh, be prophets, uh, the younger prophets were being raised up. They started prophesying to Elisha and, and, and tried to talk him out of following Elijah. Uh, just settle here with us. You know he's going home to the Lord. All you have to do is settle here. Be with us. <clears throat> Isn't it just like that? You start pressing into God's call, and many try to discourage you and tell you you might as well turn around now. What you're asking for is too hard. But Elisha knew he wasn't turning around. God was turning everything around for him. And the mantle was cast. And sometimes people don't understand it's not the casting of the mantle. It's the catching of the mantle that counts. You have to be able to pay the price, go all the way to the end to catch the double portion mantle. You know, when Jesus ascended into heaven, he cast his mantle, the Bible says. He gave gifts unto men, some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. He cast his mantle to the earth. Jesus is all five of the fivefold ministry. He is the head of the church. And that headship mantle, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, that's the mantle of Jesus Christ. And he gave it to us with double portion. He said, the work that I do, the the works that I do, you will do, and even greater. That's double portion. 
See, it's not enough to know how to operate in the gift of prophecy. But are you willing to pay the price and go all the way through and and pursue God, even when it's difficult to pursue God, and to believe for hard things, even when others are telling you don't believe for that? You're, You're a little too crazy. Listen, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. You're not crazy for believing what God has spoken in your heart. Believe it anyways. Pay the price. Press all the way through. So Elisha catches the mantle, the double portion mantle. And now he is the double portion prophet. And he begins accessing the authority of the new mantle immediately. I'm telling you that right now we're going to start seeing some things shift and change. Suddenly, <clears throat> things are going to turn, and the people of God who are walking in that double portion mantle that Jesus cast upon the church are going to begin to see signs, wonders, and miracles. So Elisha, he begins to overthrow Jezebel and breaks the curse off the land. I'm telling you, there are great leaders that are about to arise in this third and final apostolic and prophetic reformation, this great awakening. There are great warriors that are about to arise in a double portion, great leaders that are going to break the curse off the land. Listen, Elisha, what did he do? He brought transformation to his nation. I want to encourage you. We are a prophetic generation with a double portion mantle on us. And as the ecclesia, we are called to bring transformation to our cities, uh, to our Jerusalem, to our Judea, to our Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth, to the nations of the earth. We're called to bring transformation to our city, to our nation, and beyond. And that's why God is waking up the mighty. He's calling you, his strong warrior, to, to wake up to the authority and the power that he's released to you. You're, a, you're the ecclesia of God, the church that Jesus is building. Listen, we are contending for our, our nation, America the Beautiful, right now. And I know many people from many nations uh, listen to this broadcast and get, get this podcast. I want to challenge you, contend for your nation right now. We are in a spiritual war not just for your nation or this nation, but for all the nations of the earth. The, the devil wants World War III. He wants to destroy the faith. He wants to destroy the people of God. He wants to annihilate those who would stand for God. But listen, as long as we stay asleep and allow the, the advances of the enemy, that's what's going to happen. But God is waking the mighty church up to begin to stand up and contend for your nation, contend for your city, contend for your family. Remember, Nehemiah said, pick up the trowel in one, the sword in one hand and the trowel in the other hand. Fight for your family, for your daughters, for your sons, for your wife, for your family. If everybody would rise up and fight together, we are unstoppable. We are in a spiritual war right now. And America the Beautiful, let me just say, is very special to God. When I pray for our nation, God says, America the Beautiful, that is my special nation. We are special to God. 
It's, it's God's special nation along with Israel. Uh, along with Israel. We are the light of the world. There's never been a nation like America before. This is God's idea. God brought about America. God brought about another covenant nation, a covenant made with the founding fathers of this nation. And it continued to flourish and continue to grow and be, become unstoppable because we were one nation under God. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. That's what God began to speak to me again day in and day out this past few weeks. We are contending for our nation, and we are contending for our inheritance. Just as Joshua had to fight for Canaan land, which was the nation God gave to Abraham, which ultimately became the nation of Israel. Uh, and, and by the way, that nation had to be defended and fought for over and over as others came to try to advance and take the nation. Uh, when David became king of Israel, he expanded the borders of that nation uh, uh, to the very edges of where Abraham marched with God uh, around the inheritance. And God said, everywhere that your feet shall tread, that's what I've given to you. He said it to Abraham, he said it to Joshua. Uh, uh, David finally accomplished that. I believe we are a Davidic generation, a nation, uh, a generation who's called to rule and reign over our enemies. The Bible says even David's enemies were all at peace with him. They knew not to touch David. They knew not to touch Israel. When they did, they lost. And so, just like Joshua had to fight go in and possess, dispossess those that were in the nation uh, so that they could take back what the devil, what the enemy stole. We have to fight for our promised inheritance. We have to take back what the devil stole. We are fighting for our nation. And I want to make this decree to you today. America shall be saved. America shall be saved. We're not going to lose this battle. We're winners. We're champions. God's never lost a battle, and God is on our side. Amen? If God be for us, who can be against us? We are breaking out of the generational curses that have been on this nation once and for all. We are breaking these generational curses just like Elisha broke the curse off of his nation. And our God is transforming this nation. He's transforming your nation. And the enemies that are within this nation, America, uh, listen, there are enemies in our nation that hate America. They hate everything that God established in America. They hate Christians. They hate you. And the enemies that are within the, the boundaries and the, the borders of this nation are being routed out by the hand of God, and the ecclesia will continue to intercede and pray, and there will be great exposure and great revealing and great judgment upon those that are the enemies of God, and you're going to see it with your own eyes. Like taking Canaan land, one city at a time, we are going to move from victory to victory to victory. We go from glory to glory, victory to victory, faith to faith, winning to winning. Uh, 
You're going to get so tired of winning. You're going to say, wait, we've won so much. We don't need to win anymore. And you know what God's going to say? Too bad. We're going to keep on winning until every uncircumcised giant is brought down and defeated and the powers of darkness are fully destroyed. You know what God told Moses and the children of, uh, of Israel when they were heading into the promised land initially? Have no mercy on the enemy. Show no mercy until they're all defeated. Listen, God's about to do something great and mighty in our nation, America the beautiful, and the nations of the earth. We are in a season of spiritual warfare, and we are breaking out of the curse of uh, out of the curses of the past, the generational curses, but we are breaking into a double portion blessing of inheritance like we have never known. And we are pressing into that double portion now. Elisha, again, he represents the double portion prophet and the double portion prophetic generation. Elisha was always involved with the national government. He always prophesied to the kings. He was he gave the wisdom of God to the government. <clears throat> Let me tell you, there are many who are going to be ra- raised up now uh, to boldly speak God's will, God's word, God's prophetic voice. Uh, to the to the rulers of the nation, uh, whatever level of ruling, maybe a mayor, maybe a school board, uh, maybe uh, c- Congress, uh, judges, God is going to put the right people in the right place and open their mouths boldly as a double portion prophetic generation, just like Elisha was involved in his government. <clears throat> Elisha gave supernatural words. He unlocked the heavens when when there was a famine and drought. He unlocked the heavens with his prophetic anointing. He released abundant provision to the people of God with that anointing. He broke curses and released blessings. He prayed and miracles happened. Those who were called barren began having children. Uh, he raised the Shunammite woman's son from the dead. He released the Shemitah multiplied blessing for the widow. Uh, the way uh, 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 that happened is, is uh, his servant Gehazi was in the palace of the king and, and he was recounting Elisha's uh, uh, miracles, and then suddenly this widow woman walks into the palace, the one that uh, he raised her son from the dead, and and she had to leave uh, uh, for seven years, and then came back in the Shemitah year, and the Shemitah year was the every seven year uh, on the Hebrew calendar, there was a time of restoration and recovery, and by the way, <clears throat> 2022 on the Hebrew calendar is a Shemitah year. Uh, it's a seven-year season. By the way, seven means covenant. It means covenant. It means God re-covenanting with his people. It means blessings would be recovered and restored uh, with great increase. A year when you get back everything that was lost, seven years of interest paid back to you, uh, and that's what uh, that's what uh, Elisha released, and, and uh, that's what this generation is about to experience: a great reversal, a great restoration, a great recovery. Listen, when the pot of stew was poisonous, Elisha healed it supernaturally. Some of you are going to take 
already poisonous business that feeds many and reverse that curse. That's what somebody needs to do that's an employee at Disney. You need to pray that God gives you the word of the Lord and break that curse and cause repentance and change and turn around in that situation. Elisha multiplied bread so that everybody had more than enough. He caused a a, a sunken axe head to float and swim back uh, uh, to, to the young man that lost it. Listen, some of you have lost your cutting edge. And many things in your life sunk to the bottom of your life. But I believe we're going to see the cutting edge restored. And things in your life that have sunk and can no longer be seen are going to rise again and swim back over to you supernaturally uh, into fullness uh, for God's use and God's benefit. You know, Elisha gave a prophetic instruction to Naaman, the the, uh, foreign general. Who was, who was renowned in his area. He was completely healed of leprosy as he followed God's instruction from Elisha the prophet, dipped seven times in the Jordan. He didn't want to do it, but he did it anyways, and he was completely healed. And the Bible says his skin was like baby skin. That's the kind of reversal and restoration and turnaround that God can bring. Listen, this is a season of supernatural signs and wonders and miracles. And this is the hour of the church. This is the day of the saints. Bishop Hammond wrote a great book called The Day of the Saints. He wrote it many years ago. And I'm telling you, we are living in that hour where the people of God are going to rise up and begin to see signs, wonders, and miracles, just like Elisha did with a double portion seeing uh, people healed and raised from the dead. I'm decreeing a double portion for you in 2022. Remember, Naaman wasn't part of God's covenant people. He was a foreigner. In other words, people who are not saved are going to be touched by the power of God and healed. I'm telling you, this is a word for the church right now. When the axe head fell off, Elisha said, where did you lose it? Some of you are being called back to the place where you lost your axe head. In other words, God wants you restored to your position of proper alignment in the church. The devil has done so much over COVID and, and, and this scamdemic, I mean pandemic, uh, to disjoint the church and pull it apart and disassemble the church. Uh, when the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. David said, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 4 says, being fitly joined together, every joint supplying. I'm decreeing and declaring to you a prophetic word. Your alignment in the body of Christ matters. And some of you lost your axe head, your cutting edge to life, and things are sunk to the bottom. And God is calling you to go back to where you lost it. Elisha said, take me to where you lost it. Amen. God's taking you back to where you lost it. It's going to cause humility, a humbleness, but you're going to get back into alignment where God wants you. And suddenly you'll see that supernatural reversal, that that restoration, that Shemitah blessing of God, that seven-year blessing coming back on your head. You just got to get back into your position your place get back to the place that god ordained for you amen that's what happened to that widow woman she got the place that god had decreed was hers and her generational blessing was released amen
God is releasing a double portion inheritance to you, and God is giving you back your cutting edge. For some of you, that also means going back to church, not just attending online. And we've, I alluded to this, but let me just tell you, the devil wants you to stay online, stay home, stay separated, uh, stay, di- stay disconnected, and stay online. Listen, God doesn't want that. Some people are being disengaged and fragmenting their attendance uh, by attending several churches online. Well, now I attend 20 different churches. It's okay to listen to messages from other preachers, but there's a place where God connects you and fitly joins you in the body of Christ so that all joints supply. You have a supply that's not coming to you because you're not staying fitly joined together in the local church. God invented the local church, not man. It's God's idea. And so God wants you to stay connected. Don't be uh, uh, disengaged and fragmented into 10 different churches. It's okay to, to, to listen to messages from other people, but be where God created you to be. Be rightly aligned. Be properly connected, apostolically aligned so that you can get all that God has for you. And you won't live fragmented. You won't have uh, this and that thing happening. Listen, the the thing that matters most when the when the battle is on is what has been deposited into you by leadership. And when you when you submit to to God's leadership for your life, there's an investment. Apostle uh, Paul said, uh, "Stir up the gift of God that was uh, placed in you by the presbytery, by the laying on of my hands, uh, and by prophecy." And so there's things that are imparted when we come together as the people of God. Leadership imparts that unto you. And so in the day of battle, you don't need you don't pull out something that you heard somebody else say here or something that you heard somebody else say over there. No, it's what's what has been deposited on the inside of you that is that weapon that causes victory every time. Amen. And so I want to challenge you. Get back to where you lost your axe head. Get back into place. Amen. God wants you back together where you belong. When you do, you'll find your double portion axe head victory. (laughs) Again, suddenly that axe head floated and swam back to him. Suddenly God is reversing and turning everything around, even if it means uh, a, a supernatural intervention, something that's contrary to natural law. Amen. Listen, Elisha, the double portion prophet, also revealed the plans and the strategies of the enemy before they could execute them. God is about to increase discernment in the church. A double portion of discernment is needed when, when spiritual warfare is happening. God gave Elisha the plans of the enemy before they could even do, do anything God gave them the plans, and they defeated the enemy before they ever got a chance to mount their attack. And so spiritual warfare is is increased right now. And so God is going to give strong discernment where needed for victory in your life and in the lives of your family and in the life, life of your church, in the life of your nation. A double portion of discernment is needed when spiritual warfare is happening. Elisha also called down blindness on his enemy, on his enemies. 
three times they they were they were blinded and they ran off blind. You know, the ecclesia is going to pray some powerful prayers reversing the outcome of battle, both spiritual and natural battles. Elisha uh, caused victory by just calling down blindness. God told him to do it. He did it. Who knew you could do that, right? <clears throat> but I believe the ecclesia is walking in a double portion prophetic anointing now to be able to call blindness on the enemy. Whatever God says, he's going to give you powerful prayers to change the outcome of the battle. Amen? Natural and spiritual. Elisha prophesied the end of the besiegement of Samaria. We need to see the end of besiegement in our nation. And other nations have to see besiegement. Uh, uh, some people have been fighting the besiegement of their own government. And I'm just telling you, uh, it took that pro- double portion prophetic anointing to break that besiegement. And I'm prophesying to you that the besiegement is broken off of America the beautiful right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I prophesy the turning of the tide of battle now. And suddenly in April and in May, a complete reversal in the name of Jesus. I decree the people of God will now arise and shine for the light of Christ has come. And this light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it, but it is driven out by it in Jesus' name. And we break the besiegement that has come on our nation, even from the government. We break it now in Jesus' name. And listen, even after Elisha was dead, they threw a dead man into his grave, into the cave of his grave, and the dead man came back to life. What does that mean? I'm prophesying to you that even in dead churches, the Spirit of God is going to move and the dead will be raised back to life. Signs, wonders, and miracles will begin to come forth even in dead churches. People that have said those churches are just dead and nothing's going to happen there. I'm just telling you the Spirit of God is going to do something with a double portion anointing in a powerful way, and signs, wonders, and miracles are coming forth. Amen. You are a double portion prophetic generation, and suddenly everything is turning around for you. Amen. God is raising up an Elisha generation that will be the ecclesia, using the keys to the kingdom, bringing about great transformation, binding what needs to be bound, loosing what needs to be loosed, and whatever, uh, allowing whatever needs to be allowed, disallowing what needs to be stopped once and for all, And Jesus said, in the gates of hell shall not prevail or be victorious against it any longer. In Joel chapter 2, it talks about the army of the Lord. And they walked in such a supernatural power and authority uh, that the nation is absolutely transformed as they march in their positions and callings. The, uh, The purifying fire of Almighty God. You know, the Bible says our God is a consuming fire. The purifying fire of Almighty God begins to absolutely change everything in the wake of this marching army. Jesus said, I will build my ecclesia and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He 
said, Behold, I give you keys to the kingdom. Whatsoever things you bind on earth, I'll back you up and bind them from heaven. Whatsoever things you loose on earth or allow on earth, I'll back you up and loose and allow it from heaven. Again, this ecclesia was a term of warriors. It was used by, to, to classify warrior rulers who were dispatched to bring Rome everywhere they went. Well, Jesus said, I want you, I want you to pray, let your kingdom come. And let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. You're a powerful church. You're a warrior church. You're a double portion church. You've got the authority of God, the power of God backing you up from heaven. And what I'm declaring to you is the enemy has no right to take what is rightfully yours. This is the year of inheritance. This is the year of double portion. The ruler of the ends of the earth is addressing the powers of hell in this hour. The king of the universe, Jesus Christ, is arising and fighting for you, and it's time for you to take back all that the devil has stolen. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twelve, the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent rise up and take it by force. Sometime, sometimes God's let, God lets you see the enemy so that you can see exactly who you're defeating. And he brings the enemy right close so that you can see him crushed under your feet. Righteous anger is rising in the church right now to the point where we're all saying, that's it. It's time for spiritual warfare. And the church is waking up to a great awakening and a great time of prayer, a great time of signs and wonders and miracles, a time of discernment, a a time of decreeing a thing and having it established unto you. And I'm telling you, I heard the Lord say, I'm about to do something highly unusual, exceptional, and unprecedented. I'm releasing my favor on behalf of my people. I believe the time is now. Highly unusual miracles of financial favor are coming now. Financial turnarounds, sudden financial breakthroughs, and my people will not be ashamed, but walk in financial dominion. I want to personally thank those of you who continue to sow seeds into this prophetic ministry. Thank you for standing with us here at Speak Life. You make this show possible, this ministry possible, for us to bring quality prophetic ministry week after week right here on Speak Life. If you want to sow a seed and make a donation and help us to release the word of the Lord to the nations, there's several ways you can donate. You can find them on our website at martylayton.com or on our church website at lifepointchurch.cc. You can text any amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. And and listen, there's a whole back office there where you can have a record and you can make changes, and and all of that's available to you right there. Just text any amount uh, to the number 84321, and that'll work as well. I want to thank today's sponsor, Mike Lindell, and MyPillow and My Store. Uh, MyPillow.com, MyStore.com. Listen, Mike is a great warrior for God, and he's a great American patriot, and he's fighting a good fight of faith on behalf of the Lord and our nation. It's It's for the freedoms that we love right here in America the Beautiful. And let me just tell you, he is a great man of God, and he's got that same uh, warrior spirit. 
So please check out the products that that he's made available at MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. And if you use my name, Marty, M-A-R-T-Y, as your promo code, you'll receive deep discounts, the deepest available uh, on your purchase. And if you prefer, you can call the phone number 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. And use the promo code Marty. You'll get the same discount. Uh, This is one way that you can support Speak Life and support the great work that Mike Lindell is doing. Amen. This is an incredible time in the kingdom of God. But I believe this. The enemy is a liar, and he is already defeated, and the church is rising up. Uh, Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 60, Arise and shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I want to challenge you today uh, to begin to be a light for Christ in everything you do, in everything you say. God's going to back you up in bigger ways than you know. Just give it a shot. I'm telling you, this is the way the things of the kingdom work. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Speak Life today. Join us next week for more great ministry and conversations with some of today's cutting-edge leaders and some cutting-edge revelation that's going to bless your life. Amen. Please take a second and subscribe to our podcast, the Speak Life podcast. Uh, If you enjoyed this and you were blessed by this podcast and this broadcast, please leave us a five-star review. Share the video if you like. Uh, You can also follow me on social media, on uh, Truth, on Getter, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble all at Marty Layton, that's M-A-R-T-Y-L-A-Y-T-O-N. And remember, you can also watch the show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. Thank you for telling others about the Speak Life show and helping us reach more people every week. Amen. You can find the Speak Life podcast wherever you wherever you uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, iTunes, Spotify, or Charisma Podcast Network, or wherever you go, uh, it'll be right there for you. Remember to keep your spiritual eyes and spiritual ears open because God is talking to you and he wants you to speak life. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Amen. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.